podcasting from Columbus, Ohio. This is the Falk Files with your host, Ryan Falk, talking about education, technology, life, family, and anything else on my mind. Thanks for listening. Here we go with today's episode. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Falk Files. Long time no talk, been off since the end of April, um, a lot of changes, a lot's been going on, uh, but really excited to get back to podcasting, talking about um, my life, my work, my family, technology, and everything else that's going on. Um, already realizing I have to update the intro, um, which we'll just, we'll just start right there. So um Last time I checked in, I was in the middle of the interview process, looking for a new job after leaving um, a technology, you know, education technology company. And um, the end of April, May was kind of crazy in that I had a a lot of different conversations with a lot of different companies, had a few opportunities come my way, um, had to do a lot of soul searching and, and patient, um, a lot of patience involved, um, to get to where I, I ended up deciding to join, um, CareWorks Technologies, uh, which is headquartered out of Columbus in Dublin. We all call it Columbus because, um, it's a big city with a lot of little cities around it. So, um, decided to join CareWorks and actually started with them the first week of June. So, um, what, six or seven weeks in now, um, if you subtract a vacation in the middle of that I already had scheduled, I guess it's six weeks, um, really excited about where I'm at, how I got here, the opportunities ahead of us, what we're doing, what we're working on, our growth strategy, uh, the customers we're helping, um, and a part of my growth with the company and, and pushing the company forward is kind of the re-engagement of this podcast. Um, to reach more folks, talk about what we do, how we do it, um, and just uh, use this as, again, another outlet for me. Talk about what's on my mind, what's working, what's not working, gather feedback, um, all that sort of thing. So I'm uh, really looking forward to getting back into it. Um, and yeah, so today's podcast is going to be kind of that journey, my decision-making process, why I chose CareWorks Tech. Um, in the second segment, uh, we'll take a little, little break here um, and then talk about who CareWorks Tech is, um, what we do, who we serve, how we do it, um, and that sort of thing, and then the plan for the rest of the week. Um, this week for me is a big um, social media marketing push, so using kind of all the outlets that, that I use to kind of talk about who CareWorks Tech is um, and how we're helping businesses uh, really around the country. Uh, with our IT solutions. So, yeah, good to be back. Um, Going to get a really good cadence going again with a, a daily podcast and, and have some fun with it. So uh, let's start with kind of that, you know, plugging some of the gaps between uh, April 24th when I last posted a podcast and uh, today, uh, which is what exactly two months, uh, three months later. Sorry, uh, time flies when you're having fun. So 
the end of April, um, my last podcast, there was um, really three, four opportunities I was really pursuing that I was really excited about. Um, and actually four kind of all came to a head um, with offers, either formally or verbally, within kind of a, a seven to eight day time frame um, in mid-May. Um, and, you know, kind of give you guys a, a high level kind of profile of those and, and you know, again, why I chose CareWorks Tech. Um, there was um, three opportunities that looked pretty, I should say all four kind of looked really similar. All had IT uh, focused, um, some a little more specific. Uh, one of the companies, which is a great company, um, headquartered in Northwest Ohio, that really concentrated on um, technology security, cybersecurity, firewalls, data networks, um, also data center support services, disaster recovery services, really kind of concentrating on that network, keeping it secure, keeping it safe, um, and also the kind of that outsourced activity. Um, the second company was really a traditional evaluator reseller. So um, you partner with a bunch of great manufacturers and reselling support, um, install, and product um, for companies headquartered out of Northeast Ohio in the Cleveland area, um, but doing a lot of work in um, Central Ohio and trying to grow the market there. Um, the third company um, was actually a company I had done work with from a vendor uh, resale standpoint. Uh, does a lot of staffing services, so a lot of outsource, kind of similar to what I did in the education space. You know, outsourced IT, you know, um, helping hands, that sort of thing. Was looking to break into more of a managed service uh, offering as well, with more technology behind it as opposed to just people and bodies, right, to do the work. Um, and finally, the last, um, you know, the last opportunity that was really in front of me was CareWorks Tech. And it, you know, the difference being that from the other ones, um, CareWorks Tech was headquartered locally. Um, pretty much all the staff support, all that stuff would be locally. Engineering would be locally. The managed services offering is, is all staffed locally. Um, my boss from a previous employer, um, MCPC, was actually joining CareWorks in a different organization instead of CareWorks Tech. Uh, but still with the same company, so some familiar faces. And when I sat down with the GM and the manager and, and the lead engineer, um, who also manages the uh, call center portion and our engineering team, um, I was really inspired leaving that with the vision, the strategy, and what they wanted to do locally. And what for me, what separated them um, – from the others was kind of the impact that I thought I could make um, in the first six months, right? So taking the calendar year, the second half of the calendar year, how big of an impact I could make going into um, next year, right? 2019. So when I stacked everything up against each other, I said, all right, where's the maturity of the offering? You know, are they ready to sell it? Um, is it ready for prime time? You know, what's the missing piece? And I think for the other companies that had a more mature product set, you know, kind of set in their ways, what they were selling, how they were selling it. Um, 
you know, the two, I would say, resellers, the one in Northwest Ohio, one Northeast Ohio, not being local, not having a lot of staff down here. Um, you know, that's what kind of separated Care Tech from those two, right? Is I could come in and offer suggestions, offer feedback and build out the offerings and what we want to do going forward with a little bit of a base underneath us, not totally reinventing the wheel, but, um, but starting from a good point where the, the second half of the year is going to be planning and gathering some good, strong customers. And next year is going to be about really huge growth. Um, so the, the chance for an immediate impact and a long lasting impact was a care stack and maybe not so much with the others. Um, the difference on the flip side of that with the, the third company I talked about was the fact that I felt like our offering was mature. You know, we're already servicing from managed services standpoint, from an outsource IT standpoint, um, you know, 10 customers, right? Um, close to, what, 1,200, 1,500 end users, right? They can call on our call center support line. So there's a lot of maturity, um, we know the pitfalls, we know the gaps, we know what we need to fix, and it's just executing on those fixes, as opposed to starting from scratch, from really a point of, I don't really know what the business model looks like, right? How are we going to do this? You know, what is it going to look like? So that's what separated CareWork Stack. Where we're at in the market, what we're ready to do, the long-term impact that can be made in the second half of this year, branching into a really strong growth strategy in 2019. And, you know, it's all about, uh, for me, the, the people that are involved, the process that's involved, and the impact I can make really is what separated CareWork Stack from the others. We've got a great team intact, which I'll kind of talk about kind of in the Who We Are section in the, in the second half of this podcast. Uh, we've got some really um, inspired and hungry individuals from a leadership standpoint that really want to win, that want to separate CareWorks Tech from um, the others in Central Ohio. And we're at a really strong position to do that with not only our business group, um, but the other two offerings um, inside of CareWorks Tech. So um, really excited. I, I think for me, the really cool thing about it, especially in Central Ohio, is I can walk into a ton of organizations and say, hey, you know, we're CareWorks Tech. Have you heard of us? I really think that seven to eight times out of 10, people are going to say, I've heard of CareWorks. Um, so there's some name recognition there, but there's still a huge gap in who CareWorks is and who CareWorks Tech is and what we offer and what we do from just the name on the building when you're driving around 278 Columbus, Ohio. So while we're a known commodity, we're an unknown in what we do and how we do it. So it's, you know... It's going to be really fun to get out and talk to former customers of mine, relationships that I still have, but also new customers who have heard of CareWorks but don't know who CareWorks Tech is and don't know the value we can provide. But we'll see the impact we can make for their business going forward. So that's it for segment one. Why I'm at CareWorks Tech? I'm, you know, I've been doing a lot of LinkedIn, a lot of Twitter videos on it. I'm really fired up about it. I did a couple of blog posts about it on LinkedIn. Um, you know, I, I think a lot of people get a sense of how excited I am about the opportunity and now bringing the podcast into that and um, doing some more long form audio to kind of talk about um, some of our offerings, some of our successes and really, really accelerate the marketing curve 
uh, for the organization. So that's it. If you notice, sorry, I'm, I'm on the road. I probably should have started with that, but when I started the podcast, I was actually sitting in traffic, so that's why I started it. Um, you know, on the road, finally again. You know, my last position, I was working out of the home office and, and on the road quite a bit, but um, now being in our, our home office in Dublin, you know, seeing a bunch of, of great guys every day and, and gals every day who want to get out and make an impact has really inspired me. So um, on the road today down Cincinnati to shake some hands and talk about some proposals and uh, hopefully close some business so all good second half of the segment uh second segment second half of the podcast coming up uh talking about who terrorist tech is you know what we do how we do it and why i think we can really make an impact uh for businesses across uh across country so catch up with you in segment number two Second half of podcast, back on the road on the way home from the event earlier today, which I think I talked about earlier, but if I didn't, I was at an event for Sonic Wall in Cincinnati, a great partner of ours that we really like working with and looking forward to work with more uh, from a CareWorks tech standpoint. So uh, segment two, like I said earlier, is going to be more in-depth about CareWorks tech, who we are, what we do. Um, I say in depth, but also at a high level because over the next couple of days, I will deep dive more into our infrastructure team, um, which is the team I'm a part of. Um, but I wanted to use today to kind of talk about CareWorks Tech at a higher level and the three pillars of our business that we've kind of um, built our business on serving, servicing customers across the country. So, um, the best way to do that is kind of take each pillar individually and kind of explain them. Um, but I want to start by talking about who CareWorks Tech is and what, you know, basically at its base, right? So you drive around 270 in Columbus, Ohio, there's two big buildings that say CareWorks on them. We home, we are basically housed in one of those two buildings. Um, CareWorks as an organization is owned by York Risk Services Group. So York Risk Services Group uh, I think three years ago now, uh, purchased CareWorks, and CareWorks at its core, um, you know, the 1,500 or so people, actually, I think it's more than that, but the, the most 90% of the people in the two buildings right off to the expressway in Columbus uh, work for CareWorks, and we have call center folks, we have billing folks all around, medical building, medical care, um, and kind of that insurance risk stuff for businesses and individuals across uh, the country and, and for York across the world, um, working with global companies. So that is most, 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 most of the people working in those two buildings. So we had this subset of people in IT as a part of CareWorks. So CareWorks, uh, a number of years ago, was outsourcing their information technology to a company in Columbus, decided that, hey, you know what? This company's got a good book of business and we can basically pay for our IT staff with that book of business. Maybe we should just buy that company. So that's what they did. So that's how CareWorks Tech was born. 
out of another business organization, first and foremost serving CareWorks' IT needs, but then also servicing um, a book of business outside of that. Um, to this day, there's still things that we do as CareWorks Tech for CareWorks and York, um, all the way up to York now. Um, but primarily now we are outward facing, um, providing services and products um, to companies across the country and through our ESM team, our ServiceNow team globally even, um, you know, with partners overseas and that sort of thing. So that's kind of where we were born from. So if you think about it, it it's, it's really interesting because there's plenty of people in our metro in Columbus, Ohio, that know who we are. But they know us as CareWorks, the medical billing organization, or, or, or something to do with risk services, as opposed to the CareWorks tech folks, um, you know, which were a lot, let's say, well, it's honestly less well-known in certain circles around Columbus. So that's why we're here, right? That's why we're making a podcast. That's why we're doing things on LinkedIn and Twitter and kind of pushing our name out there. So the three pillars, back to that original point, the three pillars of our business um, look like this. There is our ITC team, which is actually head up by Pat Uline. So Pat's been working in Columbus for a number of years in IT staffing and support services. Was actually my boss at MCPC. So if you go back and listen to a bunch of previous uh, uh, podcasts, I talk about my time at MCPC. Pat was my boss there. Really great guy, really great leader. Joined uh, CareWorks Tech in April. Uh, took on the role as leading the ITC team which is all about IT staffing, services and support, both short-term and long-term, and then also app development. So we've got a team down there that is building apps from the ground up or helping support applications. Uh, and then also a, a team of individuals that can go out and do consulting engagements, do long-term um, hands-on work engagements or short-term hands-on work engagements for uh, some of the largest organizations in and around Columbus. I think the last count I think I heard was we had over 90 consultants out there uh, doing some kind of work, some kind of form of fashion, um, you know, across Ohio and the region. Um, they have, I mean, that's been a pillar of CareWorks Tech for a number of years. Um, kind of our up and up and coming, you know, a lot of growth in our second pillar, which is our ESM team. Um, which is based on service, our partnership with ServiceNow. So if you hadn't heard of ServiceNow, go check them out. It is an IT um, or an ITIL platform. The way I look at it is it, it does workflows and gets information in the hands of the right people to provide support for an organization. Three, four, five years ago, I would say it's an IT services ticketing platform, right? At its base, that's what it was. It was built on IT services management and allowing an end user to say, hey, my internet's down, my monitor is broken, my email's not working, have that ticket go in the system and filter down to the correct people so that um, it can be fixed quicker, better, um, and less costly for the organization, right? So the old style of sending an email to IT at abccompany.com, having that email go to 50 different people and everyone falling over themselves to try to solve the ticket or on the flip side, not even looking at the email because they think the guy next to them is doing it. Now we have a platform that if I have a problem with email, my password needs reset. It's going to go to the three people responsible for password email resets and it'll get done. 
the, the example I love uh, is my example when I started work um, at CareWorks Tech. And, and this will kind of give you the uh, idea of all the modules and the things that, that ServiceNow can do. When I started uh, with CareWorks Tech, I already had a laptop on my desk, a voicemail uh, password, um, a phone number, a phone, two monitors, everything was hooked up, email was working, health insurance forms were ready through HR, HR was ready to take um, a check for direct deposit, um, you know, my, my passport to get set up, my W-2 information was already in there. All those workflows and all those things were set up and all I had to provide them before I started was my name, my social number, my phone number, and my address. As soon as I did that, the ticket went into ServiceNow and t- inside of our internal ServiceNow with kicked off all these jobs, including things that HR needed to do, including things that IT needed to do, including things that our VoIP team for our phones needed to do, including the things, you know, all down the, all down the board, right? And all those things were checkboxes that each person need, you know, needed to do. Where, you know, the checkboxes where there were dependencies, right? So, for instance, IT. So, for IT to be able to set up my email, uh, they needed an AD account set up, an Active Directory. They need a password set up. So, until that was done, the guys who set up the email couldn't do their thing. So, all the process flow, all that workflow is automatically set up in ServiceNow once you, you know, team up with a partner like CareRespect to implement it all down the line. Really cool stuff, really cool engagements, really looking at business processes. That's an easy word to say. Business processes and what can be done to streamline across the org and save money in the long run. Um, that ESM team bleeds over a little bit into the team I work with, which is our infrastructure team. So that's, the, that's what I do every day is I call out the customers and prospects on behalf on our infrastructure team, which... Um, we do a little bit with service now, which I'll explain a little bit later, but we traditionally are a reseller of product and services and also a managed services provider. So start with the easy part, the products and services. So we'll partner with Citrix, SonicWall, Cisco, HPE. Uh, we've done some Dell stuff in the past. We've done some Lenovo stuff in the past. Citrix, VMware, Microsoft, um, all those things that a business would need to run day to day, we can provide, right? So I can sell laptops, documentation, monitors, servers, network equipment, all that stuff. We also have a team of really strong and really great engineers that can do the install of all that product, okay? Um, what I'm really excited about talking about and talking to my customers about is our managed services team and kind of the integration of the product and install team and the managed services team. So. We can offer a few different managed services that basically turns capital expenditures and op- OPEX and op- operational expenditures for organizations. So things like desktop support services, call center services, um, remote monitoring management and support, full takeover in IT department, right? So we can come in and be your IT department from top to bottom. We can be just the desktop support piece. We can be just a remote monitoring piece. We can be just the ticketing system. So ServiceNow has a managed services platform that they work with their top providers to provide where I can just provide you ServiceNow and just manage your ticketing system. So if you think about that workflow and how hard that is to get set up and adopted, we can help you all the way through that process and, by the way, manage it on the back end, set everything up and be good to go and reduce the cost for the organization. So a full ServiceNow implementation can be very costly. That's why we don't see 
um, mid-sized businesses and below installing it, right? It's usually an enterprise. What the MSP provides is the ability to go on a user-by-user basis and cost it out on a monthly cost. Again, turning that capital expenditure into operational, planning purposes is easier, but you still get all the features and functionality you would ever want on a service now, just at a lower cost. Our managed services works the same way, right? Uh, I'm talking with a customer right now um, about implementing a BDI solution. And the problems with implementing BDI around having to have an expert with Citrix, for instance, having to have an app application um, server expert, having to basically have someone who knows VDI up and down, and oh, by the way, invest in a quarter of a million dollars worth of hardware infrastructure to do that. I can turn that into an operational expenditure, run it on hardware that I own inside a hardened data center with our partner in Expedient. Uh, which is another one of our partners I didn't mention before, but Expedient Data Centers is a, a huge partner of ours. And I can put all that equipment there and basically guarantee uptime on the environment, but provide a VDI at 70% of the cost of what it would cost to implement on your own. Do we lose a little bit of features and functionality? Sure, but at that cost savings, it's 100% worth it. So as you can see, I'm really passionate about what our infrastructure team does, what we're doing, where we're growing. Um, I think there's a lot of opportunity for us to grow our partnerships. There's a huge opportunity for us to cross-sell between the ITC group, the ESM group, and our infrastructure team. Because if you think about IT as a whole, you think about the different organizations that maybe you work for or, or you sell to or that you've worked for in the past, there are different subsets and different levels of where the organization is in their IT um, journey, right? And between our three groups, we can supplement really any, I, I haven't thought of a scenario where I can't help an organization either through our ITC team and staffing, through our ServiceNow team and our ESM team with kind of implementation, tracking, support, and growth, or through our infrastructure team through product service or a complete managed service for that mid-sized business that's that's growing and has technology needs but can't afford to have a full-time staff there. And I said a lot in those, I don't even know what time I'm at, 10 minutes or whatever it is. Um, but that's who we are. That's what we do. We, we have a complete end-to-end solution for companies to help solve business problems and business issues. As a, when it comes to IT, and we can get as geeky and technical and deep dive as much as you can, or we can come in and say, we're going to take that deep dive technical stuff off your plate so you don't have to worry about it, and you can worry about growing HR or the next product implementation or the next customer you're trying to provide, and don't worry about IT, we can take that off your plate. And then, really cool vision, really cool strategy, and there's a lot of growth in our organization, the infrastructure team, which I'll go into tomorrow. Um, I'll give some background on our story, who the team's made up of, and then kind of what I see in the next six months going into calendar 2019 that's really going to set us apart from really a deep pool of competition inside Columbus. Um, but we'll deep dive into that and, uh, and go from there. So that's what I got today. Thanks for listening. Um, give this thing a like, follow along, go back and check out some of my old podcasts. I do a lot more personal stuff, more stuff about me, my family, kind of my selling strategies, why I'm doing this sort of thing. Um, do check those out. Let me know what else you want to hear content wise. Again, this week is a lot of me selling, Careworks Tech, 
Um, next week won't be that way. Uh, the week after that won't be that way. Um, but here we are. So thanks again for listening. And uh, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. See ya. Thanks for listening to The Falk Files with Ryan Falk. If you like the show, give us a favorite on Anchor. Subscribe on iTunes. We'll love any reviews, comments, or questions you have, so send them on over. And uh, join us tomorrow for more podcasts and fun. Thanks for listening.